Let's get ready to grumble! Gentlemen, it is now time for the Royal Grumble. I am your host Graham, and sitting in the corner to my left, looking very dapper, I must say, is Daryl. Oh, Hello, right? You've dressed up. What, what's going on here? You dressed. You've got a jumper. You've got chinos on. You dress like a respectable young gentleman. I'm what's happening? Impressed today, aren't I? He's, are you? He's filming yeah. an infomercial for a Christmas songs album. That is, that is exactly what he looks like. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and you, you know how my quizzes go at Christmas. Imagine how the songs go. Oh, I, d- I don't want to. Please sit in the corner to my right, it's Dan. Hi. Hello, you look a bit more like me. You look like you've dressed for Daryl, which is to say we've made no effort whatsoever. Yeah, pretty much. Yep, Don't that's all he's me. worth to us. But, <laughs> I mean, it's okay. So, you know, maybe this is a new leaf for Daryl. Maybe you're turning over a new leaf. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I'm on my best behaviour today. Ah, that he's explains hit, it. He's hit his Robert Goulet years. Yes, he has very much so. <laughs> I yeah. don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, do you know, it's literally not even worth explaining. <laughs> okay. It's fine. Uh, right. Busy week. Very busy week. So since we were last on, they went, hey, guess what? NXT UK is going to be a thing. Oh, and also it's going to be on before you even have the chance to talk about it. So it's it's been on. It was on Wednesday. They started yeah. the new episode, the first episode. They kind of rushed out the first episode uh, randomly. Oh, why would they do that? Oh, uh, Will Cooling could tell you why they do that. Because they're competing with RPW who were on free sports they yeah. were on free sports last night yeah, yeah. which uh, not last night two nights ago the point yeah. is it was on that was alright called, Just... called world of pro wrestling yeah world of pro, pro wrestling featuring I'm... featuring Justin Thunder Liger we, we, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna have to tell the listeners we went that we're recording before that show because they, yeah. they may expect us to go that was a good show that was a bad show that was a good show yeah um, that was a bad show <laughs> So obviously we, we've not seen it because, but it, World of Pro Wrestling is a bit of an odd one, isn't it? It was a very strange title because I, I, I literally I was searching down my Sky Guide for Rev Pro Revolution Pro. I was like, it's not coming up. It's not. I'll find out when it's on. Googled it and then was like, World of Pro Wrestling. Really? Okay. Do you, do you think this could be, um, free sports way of going, like, oh, if you don't work out with Rev Pro, we can get somebody else on. And still call it World of Pro Wrestling. Well, let's be honest, it didn't work out the first time with five star, did it? So yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's their way of insuring themselves against <laughs> another five star. Yeah. Because if they're in TV, they probably don't know what wrestling's all like and all about, whatever. Yeah. They did post the intro video for the show on YouTube the other day, and the footage does look really good. Good. Like, I mean, no smudges wise, on the lens. It looks really good. Yeah, no smudges on the lenses. Oh, well done, lads. Um, yeah, it just looked all. That's one basic thing you've managed to do well. <laughs> <laughs> they made your call with, with zero effort look more of a professional venue than when you go in person you realise oh this is a filled in swimming pool yeah like they did a good job at shooting the show and everything to be fair so. the actual hall of York Hall does always look alright on like, DVD I mean even RQW made, to, made it look like there were people in it so that was that's because they just turned off lights off well there is that yeah that <laughs> and moved true. all moved all 75 people towards the front hey they had like 200 when they brought the great Moo across so <laughs> that's a lot and that's all just the people who weren't busy that night which is most people so anyway I like the I like the way the venue NXT UK looked though the old Cambridge Corn Exchange yeah, it looks all right, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. There's a Doncaster Con Exchange, just saying. Yeah, they're not going there, are they? No, they're not there. Do you know that they've moved the Donny Market? Do you know all the uh, the um, indoor market? Yeah. They've, they've moved it all into another bit. Because they? they're doing it up, yeah. Oh. Again. That'll never get moved back out, though. That just mean, that'll be their quiet way of closing it all down. Yeah. Yeah, because loads of it's closing down. 
Is it? Oh, it always it has been, mate, for years and years. It's really depressing. Like you used to work on Dolly Market, didn't you? A yeah. little bit. Yeah. yeah. And it just yeah, it's just closing and closing. Basically they're going, we're moving to better better part, which means we no, we're not selling as many stalls. It's a bit depressing, really. Like I yeah, said. I stopped going to Donny Market when the record stop stall in there realised the uh, vinyl boom was going on and started up in his prices. No more fear of a black planet for two quid. Or no. Patty Smith Easter for a quid. None of that anymore. Mm. Upped his prices right. Nah. Quality wrestling-based content yeah. on the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Well, wrestling shop closed down, so I had to spend my money somewhere. Yeah, well, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> The wrestling shop closed down on you, didn't it, Daryl? Yeah. I hope we haven't told this idea before, but we're going to tell it now. Oh, Go yeah, on. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I worked um, on a wrestling stall. It was called Planet Wrestling. Let's, yep. let's name them. Good not? name. Yep. Um, and I turned up one day, and I don't think it was the day I was working. I think I was just going to buy something. Oh, that's devastating, because yeah. it would be much better if it was the day you were working. Yeah. And... Uh, the shuttle was down, but I used to work there, or I was currently working there. I don't remember the story exactly, but I was either currently working there, or I used to work there, and I was still quite close mates with the guy that owned it, and uh, yeah, it just the shuttle was down. So like, I texted him, and I never got a text back, <laughs> uh, but but yeah, I started up again. Um, it's really? called something different, yeah, but he's not on the market, he just trades online, okay. um, but it's just a bit weird. Is it called Wrestling Planet now? As opposed to Planet Wrestling. No, he's he's called Wrestling Trader. Oh, yeah. All right. I bought some off eBay off him other week. Oh, all right. Then. Yeah. Never text you back though. No, I just sent him a Facebook message saying, "Cheers, not Undertaker, pal." <laughs> Do you still technically work there? Uh, I got paid cash in on, mate. So. Oh, uh... okay. Well, that's a shame. Yeah. Right, so the old, uh, yeah, <laughs> a little bit of a discussion about the old corn exchanges and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, the, the the Cambridge corn exchange was looking pretty decent. So, few things we picked up on this show. First of all, Dave Mastiff's got a new name. Bomber. Bomber Dave Mastiff. Oh, yeah. Right. So, Is it like Bomber Pat Roach? Well, surely it must be, right? But you think in this climate they won't want to call somebody Bomber. Uh, right? You was know, it the only me who thought that was really odd? I was going to say something about the production of this show. Uh-huh. In the very like first like five minutes or so, did they have a thumbprint on the on the lens? No, but okay. there was stuff that was slightly off. The sound levels were slightly off. Like the the commentary was too loud, so it was it, it felt disconnected from the crowd. Yeah, well, they they weren't. Live, yeah, they, they weren't live. Yeah. They do the the green screen thing. I'll always dislike like that green screen thing at the beginning of the show. Just looks so unnatural. It's weird. Oh yeah, that, yeah, it yeah, never looks good. Yeah. I'll give you that. And also, they didn't put enough of the theme music through the actual audio feed, and we're just using the house mics pretty much for it. So the music sounded kind of distant over the commentators as well. But they actually fixed that later in the same show. It sounded much better as the maybe show. Maybe it was went just a, maybe it was just an issue early on. Maybe they yeah, couldn't, they couldn't fix it for some reason. Yeah. Also, production like the uh, sideways entrance thing that they had. Yeah. Threw a lot of people off. I think I'm pretty sure Mark Andrews slipped. Probably, yeah. Like, he came out and kind of like, like went to a slant very like yeah. shortly. And went, oh, no, yeah, it's not a straight entrance way. I have to kind of go round in a weird direction. I thought that was just him doing his little wacky Mark Andrews dancing to my own theme music uh, that I recorded myself dance. I did like that he was did so he, did into he write doing the theme tune and sing the theme tune. Yeah, he exactly <laughs> did that. Yes, he was so into. Um, th- so the first match was him versus Joe Coffey. Yep. He, as he's going around the ring and everyone's like putting out the hands to slap and he's too busy doing pretty much the rolling dance. That's pretty, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. exactly <laughs> what it is. Yeah, he looks like Scotty Too Hotty doing the rolling dance. How old is Mark Andrews? He's about oh. 23. He's really he's young. Really? He's really young. 
Well, think about him and Pete Dunne started around the same time, and I think he might be a year older than sure Pete Dunne. a little bit old. See, I feel like, though, I, I don't know, I felt like with Mark Andrews, he's probably about my age, but he's acting like he's about 23. Uh, and well, about four or five years, he's going to look silly. I might be dead wrong. Daryl's literally Googling yeah, as we speak. Gonna, Google the thing it. with Mark Andrews is he's been in, like, the wider wrestling eye for longer than Pete Dunne has because of TNA boot camp and all that stuff. So he's been around that bit longer than the other guys who are all in their early 20s. Yeah. So it kind of puts him like you think of him as a little older. I think maybe I get him mixed up between between him and MK McKinnon for no reason other than their names begin with M. MK McKinnon used to have bleach hair and used to be skinny. That might be it then, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not like he's fat nowadays, or he's no, just but a he, bit bigger. He used to be like, you know. I'd love to tweet out, but my, my phone's just completely crashed. So. Okay, cracking. <laughs> well, that's that's quality build phone you've got there. Uh yeah, so Pete Dunn versus No 26 Right, they, so he's in between. There you go. Well, so if you believe Wikipedia, he was born on the 23rd of January 1992. There you go. Probably. Oh, yeah, because his shirt, pro, uh, what you're selling at Wembley, said MA92 on it. I should have figured that one out. Yeah, you should. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Disappointing. Two years younger than Daryl. Yeah. The, the, the other thing I was going to mention production-wise was on My the entrance video. days are over, aren't they, lads? Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just let's not forget, right? Um Oh, I've literally well let's not forget and then I actually forgot uh, well, I, well I, I realised my football days were over uh, when the first uh, person that was born in year 2000 made their England uh, debut uh, and last set of internationals Jaden Sancho I think so yeah probably and that's when you thought your yeah, football that, that, days were it was at that point right that I realised that, that I'd, to... I'd never be a professional right, footballer I've seen you play football yeah and I were alright uh, I, I were alright mate um, okay yeah like I, I think I channeled um, Tony Adams when I played. I think you channeled like Mark from after Peep the show. after the game, <laughs> after the game. Oh, okay, right, <laughs> sure, good. Yeah, splendid. So, yeah, good. the other thing with the production was the entrance videos. Rather, best than stuff, you stopped by now, really, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the video on the big instead of just having the video on the big screen, they had it. Whenever it, I think it was when it was an English person, it was in four like squares, and then they just had different designs when it was like scottish or welsh or anything yeah it was yeah, really like what? they seem to just have like different ways of doing the entrance videos oh was that for the flag yeah i think so oh i just thought they just did four different i didn't even correlate it to the flag no i, I made no correlation with. i, that I only noticed it with english wrestlers but it makes so, sense if yeah. it is if it was only english wrestlers yeah it yeah. actually does but I, I didn't even i guess think. they didn't figure out how to do it as a cross in the middle yeah and... no or put a dragon on top of it for yeah. Mark Andrews <laughs> and only Mark Andrews. <laughs> so the first match it was Joe Coffey with Mark Coffey um, versus um, Mark Andrews. Yeah, you want a pair of coffees? <laughs> Joe Coffey. Weird gets that they're feuding in ICW at the moment as well. So it's a bit yeah. pro wrestling one on one, though, isn't it? A little bit. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost like they did it deliberately, but they better not because, frankly, don't you know, don't bite the hand that feeds you, ICW. You know, yeah. they haven't got the funny makeup that they had in uh, World of Sport either when they did the one-off special. I liked them better in World of Sport than I liked them here. I'm just going to throw that out there. I knew who they were straight away in World of Sport. Now, admittedly, I already know them, so I knew who they were. But if you if you were a new viewer. Be like, uh, who were they? Oh, they're the ones that did the attacking. In yeah. I'm, what, I'm, what's the what's the thing that he kept shouting in the match? This is my kingdom. No, no, it was something. Oh. It, right, I've got to be careful here. It was no mercy. That's yeah, that's it. it. Yeah. yeah, because it wasn't something else. Because <laughs> I kept thinking no surrender, and it definitely wasn't that. <laughs> Definitely not knowing Joe Coffee. <laughs> so it, it was no mercy. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh, 
I hope you get that. It's, it's a football thing. Okay. <laughs> well, really, it's a religion thing. Okay. But yeah. every football thing in Glasgow is a religion yeah. thing. So, <laughs> so yeah, um, Joe Coffey gets the win after Mark Coffey does a bit of distraction. Cost Mark Andrews the win. And then they go to beat him down after the match. And out comes Flash Morgan Webster swinging his helmet about. Yeah. Well, that's what he does, isn't he? All flash. Swinging his helmet about, just trying yeah. to take people out. Um, it's setting up because I know that those two are with Wolfgang, I think. Are they? Yeah, I think it's those two and Wolfgang as like a little group of people. I did, yeah. I, did. Um, I might be. Have you might be spoiling spo- stuff yeah, here. Yeah, I might spoilers. be. Sorry. Yeah, because I... Because Wolfgang's I'll, a heel as well. Yeah, but. but on this show, I don't think they ever did ever revealed and they've not had any interactions before, I don't think. Oh, that'll be on... I don't know for definite, really? but right. I don't know for definite. I know that I know that next week's show is Tyler Bate versus Wolfgang. Yeah, because I thought it was just setting up a, a tag like yeah, tag thought, teams like, for the, the, the belts, doing the tag team titles, aren't they? As they yeah. spoke about later on. When uh, speaking of which, it was very it is next. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> mustache man. Uh, mustache man. I'm only calling them yeah. that. Their their uh, announcement was definitely ADR. It was weird. Yeah, you know, because but here's my question: Why was it ADR? Because were they the NXT Tag Team Champions at the time when this was recorded? Because it potentially, it, I think maybe they were the NXT Tag Team Champions. They didn't come out with the belts because obviously, yeah. recording wise, they'd lost them, but air wise, they probably hadn't. And I think that's why they were probably announced as the NXT Tag Team Champions, but actually weren't by this point. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, because there was something weird with the ring engine. Why did they mention it in their promo that they're? Oh, I don't know. No. Summit's going off. No, I thought they said you you saw us win the NXT Tag Team Champions. That's so, ah, so like, so that, that's a fact, regardless mm. of what when in time it is, unless yeah. you didn't see them. Just before the um, ad break on the network, before they came out and it showed them entering the venue, Tyler Bates' dress sense is terrible. <laughs> He just as like a side character in Grand Theft Auto Four. That's exactly what he dresses like. <laughs> every time, like. Like yeah, seeing him at Fight Club every month, it gets more and more ridiculous every time I see him. Yeah, but in WWE, you either dress in your T-shirt that that you've got on sale, or tap out gear. Yeah, tap out <laughs> gear or a suit. So like, I quite like that he just like has a quirky fashion sense. That is true. Yeah, that is actually an impression. They're quite good for that in normal NXT as well. To be yeah. fair, people like wear normal stuff. It, it like know, it gets shows from bit- Cassius Ohno, who you know wears a muumuu. <laughs> <laughs> it sh- shows a bit of personality, doesn't it? Where we are having to like get on microphone and potentially ruin ruin your yeah. character. Yeah. I mean, it's not giving a random girl a lap dance like he did at Fight Club, but he's getting there. Is it <laughs> right? Okay. Is he getting there though? Probably not on WWE TV. I don't think he's getting there. No. No. Probably not. So next up was Dave Mastiff versus Sid Scala. Yeah, who apparently so, is from Scotland. Well, didn't know. Sid Scala. Now he- he's. London, and he's London, uh, isn't he? Oh, oh, yeah, hold on. No, I can't remember what it was. Something made me think he was from Scotland and he wasn't. Uh, anyway, the reason I that I knew who he was was because when Vader did the Will Ospreay thing the other year, he also did a match for XWA and they set it up because Sid Scala was doing like a Del Boy style character. And he still kind of does it, but he's more like business, like he wears a suit now rather than Del Boy Oh, is stuff. it Del Boy when he won millions? Yeah. yeah. Um, and they set up the match by the fact that he was going to car boots selling fake Vader masks, and then Vader found out, and that's how they set up the match between them. <laughs> <laughs> that's the most Brit rest way of setting up a feud, isn't it? Um, the other thing was, I was sat there in a Sid Scalamay's entrance, and my other half sat next to me, and I knew for a fact she was about to ask, who's this? 
And I already had the answer set up that she'd seen him live because he was in the Progress pre-show at Wembley as well. Okay. He obviously made a huge impression on her. Here... Yeah, but that was a Battle Royal, weren't it? Yeah, it, it was yeah. a Battle Royal, and he didn't really get a big spot in it or anything. It was more Manson and then a few others who got big spots. Um, So the other production thing I really liked during this match was... As Dave Mastiff walked down to the ring, they slightly shook the camera every time he took that a was, step. That yeah. was good. I really liked that, yeah. I was about to say. They just put him over as the biggest monster. On I the think show. we've skipped bits because they had a like, promo packages, video yeah, packages. Oh, for Eddie Dennis. That as well. they, they did have an Eddie Dennis one, yeah. so they had yes, a, which I think was before this. Yeah, and, but, the, but they also had a uh, Mastiff one before oh, yeah. as well. Right before um, the match. Yeah, and the reason I want to bring it up is because this is what World Sport lacked. Mm. World of Sport didn't introduce people. Oh, this is who I am. This is what I want to do. You've got to imagine that, yeah, if you've got the network, chances are you probably know these people. Yeah. But it's still nice to see in this universe what Dave Mastiff's about. Because is he the human hate machine Dave Morales? No, he's not. No, he's, a, so he's Bomber Dave Mastiff. He's, he's a second-rate so, imitation of the human hate machine Dave Morales yeah. <laughs> of Team Supreme. Where's Jack Storm? Why isn't he, he in Brit Wrestling? retired a long time ago. Right, okay. Hates well, wrestling, apparently. Does he? Yeah. Well, but, but I mean, in... he wrestled like he hated wrestling, so that's fine. <laughs> God, he was awful. He's just a greasy, weird-looking... Oh, I don't... just a rat fella. He had that good little, little run with Spud fella. in SAS. I remember no, that. he didn't. Yeah, that were pretty good. I mean, that did happen, but no, it didn't. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? The, anyway, this is a pure enhancement remember when they were a, Remember when they were a team everywhere, but had different names everywhere? Yeah. Like, they were the untouchables in IPW UK... And there was something else somewhere else, but they were it was the two of them, and they were Team Supreme and One PW. That's what Chris Brooks used. To, Chris Brooks tag teams used to have different names in every company. Like pretty much what was CCK was the uh, Intercoastal Violence Factory, or something in Southside, and then he named it somewhere else. Yeah, I can see and... why I went with CCK. It's a lot. I mean, you can fit that on more T-shirts. Yeah. Than... Easy as a chant as well, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, this was an enhancement match. Mastiff kills Sid, Sid Scala. His cannonball is ridiculous, though. He, he starts already jumping. immediately better than, uh, better than Kevin Owens, yeah. can we he say? He jumps from, like, halfway... Like, he only runs half the length of the ring and then jumps. So yeah. he's got... He, get, he gets a good distance on him. He's got some some good, like... got some good legs on him. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of a better way of saying that. There's a the soundbite. Edit that in. Dave the Mastiff. Royal Podcast. Good legs Dave on him. Dave Mastiff. Good legs on him. <laughs> Uh, next up, we get our first women's match of NXT UK this show, uh, rather than the specials, and Tony Storm versus Nina Samuels. Yeah, I thought Ginny was going to be in this. I don't know why. I know she's part of the division, yeah. but I don't know why I had it in my head that Ginny were going to. Was it because she was on May Young Classic? Probably. I probably just made that up in my head. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, um, it was weird seeing Nina Samuels without the crowd continually going, Nina, Nina, to annoy her. Is that a real thing? Yeah, I, I find it quite amusing that's nowadays. An- that's annoying me. <laughs> but yeah, um, so based on the Wrestler Ages thing, Tony Storm is one of, if not the best women's wrestler in the world right now. Like, okay. Y- you could put the argument she's at least like top three or four, maybe. She's 22 years old. <laughs> yeah. It's just depressing, isn't it? Like, uh, Why? It, like... If your wrestling days are over, like yeah, I mean, mine are like Dan is gone. never going to win the May Young Classic, and he's going to have to accept that now. No, by the time by the time the transition's completed, not a chance. He was planning the old uh, Santina Morella thing. Yeah, but it's not happening. I mean, I'm a few years younger than Miko, uh, than Miko Satamora, but she has got about 15 years' experience, even on me now. Like, 
yeah, it'd be ridiculous. Uh, I'm backing her in a fight between the two of you, to be honest. Actually, 20 years, because she was on the early Nitros when she just debuted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah still backing her. <laughs> um, yeah, she, uh, she'd beat me up now. She would. Uh, and and easily. I saw her beat up Walter. That was the best thing ever. <laughs> mm. um, so, yeah, um, this was a really good match as well. Tony Storm is really good. I, I don't like... They've called two different moves Strong Zero now. What? So, she, um, the... What's Finley's finisher called? The Celtic Cross, uh, was it? Celtic, 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 Celtic Cross. Celtic Cross, yeah, very different. Celtic Cross. They called Important that Strong Celtic. Zero on the last one. Different thing. And on this show, it was a... <laughs> on this thing, it was <laughs> a power bomb. mad. Yeah. <laughs> almost, almost as mad as... <laughs> just to go completely off topic, he was sending group messages to us, and I thought, Graham seems a bit off in these messages. And then I went on Twitter and found out that Scotland were playing Israel, and I understood it completely. Yeah, that probably explains <laughs> it. I did they lose. In the Noam Derby. See what I did there? <laughs> Nailed it. We're doing it. Wrestling-related radio show. Enjoy. So yeah, um, this was a good match. And then we got the main event of Pete Dunne versus Noam Dar yeah. for the for the United Kingdom Championship. Noam Dar. Yeah, I was back in Noam in this one. I wasn't. He wasn't going to win. You've read spoilers, haven't you? No, I didn't even need to, mate. Oh. I just knew, obviously. <laughs> like, Noam Dar's not going to win. The t- like... He- Mid Carter from Two Hundred Five Live ain't gonna win over the man who's been. The, isn't he currently the longest reigning champion 500, in WWE? Five hundred plus days. Yeah, he yeah. he overtook Asuka's reign. Of, yeah, of, as NXT champion so, a few days ago. Yeah, but yeah, um, this match was really good. It, really, really good. I thought. I assume, like, I don't know. I literally don't know any spoilers. But I, I guess at some point soon he must be losing the title to somebody. What? What's the end game of NXT UK? I mean, not the end game, end game, but you know what I mean. What, like, oh, what's the word? Like, what's the formative moment of NXT UK? You know, if, if you consider each pay per view well, for WWE how did, and how long did NXT go before they had the first takeover? Uh quite a while. Yeah. But it wasn't also the same. Like, it wasn't the same setup as this is. Do you know what I mean? It was. Yeah. It was. It was only on Bright Sports in Florida for a long time. I could see it being they'll do a show maybe in like March or something next year, but because they haven't announced all their lineup for next year yet, they've yeah. only got up to November announced for tapings and stuff. So maybe by that point we'll know. Oh well, in February they're going to be doing a big show in I don't know. Well, someone might be able to mug me off completely, like in terms of spoilers or whatever else like that. But I reckon Pete probably hangs on to the title until November, then shockingly loses it in Liverpool. And then um, probably as a match for it again at whatever event they choose to do. Yeah. I just wondered if it maybe it'd be integrated as part of the takeovers or if they're thinking about doing another UK takeover. Probably not, well, but I don't know. Pete Dunne has got himself involved in some stuff on NXT. I'll not give spoils away for one thing, but they have announced that they're doing a 10-man tag at Madison Square Garden, which Pete Dunne is a part of. Yeah, so, like, they, they are focusing on him a lot in NXT recently. He's been part of the US title feud and against um, the Undisputed Era. What do you mean to do a ten man MSG? No, yeah. I saw that twenty six at uh, Boxing Day. Like, yeah. it's not Boxing Day in America, but in Boxing Day they've got a uh, they've got a show okay. in Madison Square Garden. Um, and yeah, there's a ten man tag on that, which is like it's like best of NXT tag. It looks uh, quite good. Undisputed Era and Tommaso Ciampa versus. Um, Alistair Black, Johnny Gargano, Pete Dunne, Ricochet, and Velveteen Dream. That is who it is, yes. Yep. It's all of Undisputed okay. Era as well, by the way. Apparently, yeah. they're, they're, they're all back. back. Okay. Whoever the injured one is is back now. Bobby, Bobby Fish. Fish. That's yeah. who it was, yeah. Don't forget about Bobby. Or do. 
Anyway, yeah, good show. Um, I uh, I don't know. I enjoyed it. Uh, it didn't feel special to me. Well, I don't think anything of any consequence is going to happen on these shows, which I, is yeah, which is why I don't watch Two Hundred Five Live. Yeah, and kind of the reason why I don't watch NXT as well because I know if anything big is going to happen, it's going to happen on Takeover. Yeah, I, I'll say about NXT recently. I've been watching it more because every episode has had something really good on it. Like it's it, well, like a good match, either a good match or like on this week's NXT, Alistair Black returning after all these months of so many storylines spawning out of his injury and being told who attacked him, but uh, we saw, don't know yet. I saw uh, <laughs> Nikki Cross. Yeah, because it was yeah, Nikki Cross yeah. versus Bianca yeah. Belair, and at the end of the match, Alistair Black appeared in the ring. Oh, well, she, I, I saw the a bit of the episode where she went up to Tommaso Ciampa and, was like, and slapped the microphone out of his oh, hand yeah. and, <laughs> and then like got on the floor <laughs> towards the microphone saying, I know, I know. Yeah, and then she, all the fans were going, she knows, she knows, which I thought was pretty cool. That was last week's episode. She went up to Tommaso Ciampa, someone else, and Cassius Ono and said, I know what you did. Yeah. But, um... I know what you did last summer. Oh, we need to talk about the fans, by the way. So, do you know <laughs> they revealed the uh, NXT UK Tag Team Championships? Yes. Look quite nice, don't they? Yes. Well, I don't know if... WWE editors edited this over from something else, or if the fans legitimately said this, but there was a We Deserve It chant. Not again. Yeah. Uh, there is a lot of that, though. I probably just did it. I don't think... I genuinely, I don't think they even need to edit that sort of thing, because I think it happens a lot. Yeah, that's embarrassing for everyone, really. I don't, I don't even understand what, what you deserve to look at them belts. Serve to have tag championships, mate. Obviously. Oh, right. God. Yeah. We deserve it by existing yeah. in the world <laughs> you know i said that when i go to see shows live i'm normally quite lucky about my fan experience like the fans around me and stuff yeah that did not happen at rev pro this week the great british crumbles global wars yes it's I went... basically like you remember when they did new new japan's in the uk it was, it's that oh yeah yeah, but every show has loads of New Japan guys on, so it didn't feel as special as Global Wars normally does for me. Yeah, like I'm, I, Global Wars has been my favorite Rev Pro show the last two years running, and this year, the last two matches made up for it. But apart from that, it was a bit, it it was like an average show until well, that point. For me, surely if it was to be a bigger show, mm-hmm. to feel bigger, because the the champs Suzuki, yeah, yeah, so he's a champ, so him coming over should should have. Yeah, it's big, but like you want something more special, yeah. don't you? So like and the main event was Suzuki versus Ishii two. Yeah, we're, well, we're Naito there. Pro 2. Uh, Naito was there. Naito versus yeah. Chris Brooks was actually pretty good. It's probably the best singles match I've seen Naito have live. He didn't take his shirt off, which shows how seriously he was taking it. But <laughs> um, it was a good match. And it, rather than it being just a Naito highlight reel, it was a Chris Brooks match yeah. where Naito put his spots into it. Do you think which is different from the even the match he had with Marty Skrull last year? Do you think you f- you spoil? in terms of wrestling bit. because for me if I had gone to that Rev Pro show and yeah. admittedly I, I know two matches on it which are the two which you've just mm. mentioned seeing Naito live would feel a bit special for me I don't think I've ever seen him live I, I've seen him a few times now like yeah. it, when his entrance hit it felt special but I, I kept forgetting he was on the show because they'd not really made a big deal about him being on the show despite being one of the big four in New Japan Yeah. but then in New Japan he's not been really special for a little while because they've been keeping him away from the main feuds 
to let the other ones kind of grow. So when they bring him back in, he becomes big again. Uh, come on, tell, um, tell us, tell us some good stuff then. So we arrived late because. Oh. <laughs> so I I got there halfway through Kushida versus Curtis Chapman. Curtis Chapman was the replacement for David Starr, whose flight was not only cancelled, the airline stopped operating two weeks ago, and he found out when he went <laughs> to the airport on Saturday night. After see, it was, oh, it's, on, it's, it's like when the shutters were down on the market. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that happened to him. Do you him. feel better now that that's happened to David Starr, professional wrestler who yeah, travels all the I, time? I do feel a bit bad because his mum would have ironed all his t-shirts for him in his case. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, good point. He did put up a t-shirt deal to try and recoup some of the money he lost out because... He missed out on two bookings, one because of the storm and the second one because of all this stuff. But uh, So we got there halfway through the match. The first thing I'll say, I'd never want Rev Pro to run Brixton again. Not only was it an absolute nightmare to get to, I'm not normally bad in cars. Like I'm, I'm pretty chilled out while the driver does the thing. But I was getting stressed out for the driver because it was just hellish getting through central London, even you, on you, like Sunday. You drove with the person that drove us to Rev Pro before, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know where Brixton is. Like, how does it relate to where? Because we, cause we, so we went to the shopping centre. What's it? Yeah, Westfield? so we drove by that, and it took us an hour to get to Brixton after that. So you have just to... out of interest. Why did you not park at Westfield and get the tube like you did before? Because that's the other side of London. Okay, it wasn't at your call in Bethnal Green. Okay, so Brixton is just south of the river, south of like central main London. And he drove and... to London. Yeah, the original ah, route. Do that. The original route it was going to take yeah. us. Yeah, that's basically what the problem is. The original route was literally going to take us over Tower Bridge. Okay. That's how, like, we were proper central London, and it was a nightmare. It took us down all the side roads and stuff. We went through a long, two-mile-long tunnel that you could go twenty mile an hour, <laughs> and all these side roads were speed bumps. It were awful. So we arrived late, and we were surrounded by. How does congestion charge work, mate? It oh. doesn't work on weekend. It's Monday to Friday peak times. Oh. I think it's till like seven o'clock or this something. This is like that. stirring. Great. great. Yeah. I mean, this just, is just just out of travel interest. news on the Royal yeah. Grumble. I mean, so, you're playing on your phone, mate. Yeah. Well, I'm looking <laughs> well, for something important. You ask him good questions then. Okay. So on the on the how fans, was the wrestling on the wrestling show? <laughs> I'll quickly mention the fans. So I was about to mention that there was a group behind us who were asking when Brock Lesnar was going to be there, alongside other things. Right. Deliberately or well, they thought they were being funny. Yeah. That's what. That's the worst. If they were that's genuinely the asking that question, I'd be I'd be like, okay. But no, they generally were asking, oh, when's Brock Lesnar going to be here? And there was a guy in front of us who, at the beginning of the show, had three pints with him and then went back to the bar for more and stood up every time the referee did a two count. Not for the near falls, oh, no. not for the excitement of the near falls, but to stand up and shout back to the referee, two, every oh, single time. Oh, we had time. one of them ICW one of those times. Do you remember? Yeah. Oh, the bloke was... at the front. Oh, just so, pack it. Right, just stop it. I had to ask him to sit down at one point because he just stayed stood up after one of them. And I'm like, can you sit down, mate? Like, there's four rows behind you having to stand up because you're standing up. He's like, well, you could just stand up. I'm like, do you remember that I, lovely I'm not Chelsea this argument? So I'm gonna sta- I'm gonna sit over here instead. Do you remember when that lovely Chelsea fan stood up at the uh, <laughs> yeah at the Meadowlands at, uh, at Raw the night after WrestleMania 29? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I told them he was nice. An American man said, "Excuse me, Mr. Chelsea fan, could you sit back down?" Uh, he responded. Shall we say brutally? I'll say brutally. Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. would have to pay the swear jar several times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But just for no reason. So then you shouted, poor club, no history. Except yeah. you didn't say poor. <laughs> yeah. He turned around that. You'd sat back down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. because <laughs> I didn't want him to shout at me. Oh, no, of course not. <laughs> yeah. no. no, I don't blame you. But he knew what he was dealing with then, yeah. didn't he? So I'm just loading up because I'm trying to remember what else happened in the first half Where of the show. Where was the open there, mate? 
Uh, one half of Aussie Open was. What the good Ky- are? Uh, Kyle Fletcher is in no. Australia at a wedding. Oh, so we yes. had Mark Davis versus Kojima. Can I just point out, just, just for clarity, I do like them both, but Mark Davis yeah. is my boy. Mark Davis is great. Uh, so a few days before that, I went to Defiant and saw him versus Walter. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. It's the second time I've seen that match live. Which one walked out live? Uh, so Mark Davis drew first blood on Walter. Really? And he paid for it dearly. <laughs> His chest looked like, you know, when you've like made freshly made burgers. I haven't done this in a while, obviously. You made freshly made burgers, you pop a pound of meat and still got a bit of juice on them. Oh, That's yeah. what his chest looked like at the end of the match. It was disgusting <laughs> and brilliant. <laughs> so, yeah, it was Mark Davis versus Kojima. That was a really good match. And at the end of the match, Kojima inducted Mark Davis into Bread Club. I don't know what that is, but okay. Kojima loves bread and he talks about Bread Club on Twitter all the time. People were bringing in bread and stuff for the shows because he he legitimately loves bread. I don't I don't understand. Kojima, he's he's a thing. You know, he's... Bullet Club, but instead of bullets, yeah, bread. I, I'm not being racist. Do they not have bread in Japan? I, I genuinely I don't. They is probably it... do. And so, but he just likes various varieties of okay. bread. Yeah, so okay. they brought lots of English bread and stuff to have. Okay. Uh, the second match on the show was one of the ones I was excited about: Lij Evil and Sonata versus uh, Ringkampf. So Tim Thatcher and Walter. Yeah. That was a really great match. Um, great Okan versus Rishi Ghosh was better than it had any rights to be, but was the worst match on the show. Yeah. Like it, it was it was a, g- a decent match for what it was. It was pretty good. Um is, is Great Great O'Khan still doing his thing with the mask and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, does he does he have mist yet? No. Come back to me when he's got mist, mate, because and, cause then, <laughs> then no, because then he knows because then, yeah. then then we're on to something here because you you've not witnessed him, but no, I haven't. <laughs> he's a great Muta ripoff. Yeah, like, okay. but if the great Muta was a six foot four wrestling prodigy who came through, like, who nearly went to the Olympics, I like that you were basically having a go, and he's gone, oh, six foot four wrestling prodigy. Oh, so, I mean, he's. I think he's on board, and you're sort of. I, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm on board. Like, on the fence, like, like poking fun at him. Like, yeah, basically, yeah. Daryl did turn around when he came out saying this is the greatest thing. Yeah, because like, <laughs> well, when I say this is the greatest thing, I mean it's not the greatest thing. Yeah, like uh, I, I like rubbish wrestling. Yeah. So we got the Naito versus Chris Brooks match, match I mentioned briefly yeah. before. Um, Who won that match? Uh, Naito. Okay. I thought it was the same uh, Zach Sabre Jr. defeated Hiroki Goto um, in his usual fashion of getting beat up and then getting the European clutch pin while flipping off the entire crowd and getting the big victory over Goto. But does he still get cheered, though? He gets cheered, but he tries his best to be yeah. full Suzuki on heel. Um, so after the break was Kojima versus Mark Davis. El Fantasma versus Rocky Romero is a good match. Everyone forgets how good a wrestler Rocky Romero is because he's a commentator and a manager in New Japan, mostly. But he's really been having some good matches in Ref Pro the last few months. Um, next up was... I can't. The last two matches are tied for my favourite match of the night, and I think it'll be the main event just because of how this one finished. Chris Ridgway defeating Will Ospreay. Um, absolutely brilliant. Uh, I'm a massive fan of Chris Ridgway. He's my type of wrestling all over. And when you put him against someone like Will Ospreay, who is a decent storyteller and is very athletic, you get a lot of interesting ways of him doing a flip and somehow getting caught in a choke or an armbar or something like that. Uh, the finish of the match was a bit sudden. Uh, Will Ospreay went for like a Pele kick in the corner and landed weird. And he's... He's injured his ribs. Apparently, I think it's like an intercostal tear of his ribs. But Will Ospreay instantly called for the finish. And he got caught in a choke and tapped out really quickly and got rushed to the back. And then they did a thing where Josh Bonham came out and attacked Chris Ridgway. So yeah, that's the next thing. Uh, we love Josh Bonham, don't we? Yeah. Come at me, bro. Main event, 
Tomohiro Ishii winning back his British Heavyweight Championship from Minoru Suzuki in another great Ishii versus Suzuki match that was brutal and just brilliant. That headlined this British show. Yeah, uh, the British Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> I was trying to figure out, like, the last, out of the last, like, four or five British Heavyweight Champions, I think only one of them has been English. And isn't it Zach? Zach, yeah. Yeah. Because before that, you say English, oh, if it's a British Heavyweight Champion, British. it could be a British person. Well, yeah. it was AJ Styles, then Zack Sabre Jr., then Shibata, Zack Sabre Jr., Ishii, Suzuki, Ishii. That was the last, like, seven title changes. Yeah. Because that's but all it... fine now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not bitter. I mean, I am. <laughs> One of my friends stopped going because they did the title change in America between Zach and Ishii. Right. He went to the meet and greet to meet Kojima and then went to the NFL game instead and had a great time because he's a Seahawks fan. Yeah, he probably enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, he, he had he a great day. Yeah. And he met a bunch of NFL people as well who you'll recognize. The guy who you like from the show. Did he meet Osio Miura? I don't think it was him. Uh, Jason Bell? Yeah, Jason Bell. Uh, met, Jason yeah. Bell's good, but Osio Miura is better. So. Yeah. Good. They've got a podcast. Oh, we could get them on this one. He also met Vernon Kay randomly as well. <laughs> yeah, Vernon Kay really loves his NFL. Yeah, it's a good game to go to that yeah. one. Now but Dan and I are talking about stuff that you don't care about. <laughs> yeah. It's like a little it's like turn-taking. What should we oh. talk about that he doesn't care about? I don't know, mate. Okay, Smackdown 1000? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. let's All do right, that. Yeah. We're talking about, yeah. <laughs> joke's on you, because I actually watched some of it. <laughs> I think realistically, if you watch some of it, the joke's on you, mate. Because yeah, I didn't watch any of it. Of it. <laughs> I actually did. I've seen a clip of Evolution. Yeah, exactly. That's got, what... Yeah, so I've got, got something about this. Yep. Should we add some context first whilst I yawn? Go on then. Yeah, so uh, they advertised Evolution as all being in the ring for the first time in, well, since the last time they were all in the ring. Since yep. that Raw episode, you remember when like they had a six-man tag? It was a while ago because Amarga was alive. And... Um, yeah, well, he was in it. It was, it was rated RKO and Amarga against... No, the Evolution of... Evolution faced the Shield. Yeah, but Ric Flair wasn't. A oh, part the Ric Flair. Oh, okay. Fine. Yeah, yeah. They okay. Don't really... Although actually, now I think about it, he is right because Ric Flair got in the ring at one point with all of them. So I'm still wrong. Okay. Okay. But that's, that's me rarity. saying I'm wrong. So, yeah. Yes. Let's end it now. Thanks for li- <laughs> thanks for listening. You can't do that. That's my line when I'm here. Oh, and you know I'm not cleaning up baby sick. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, and basically, like, they were like, oh, Evolution were good, weren't they? Yeah, Evol- I'm slightly mystified that they brought back that Evolution whilst they're leading up to a pay-per-view called Evolution all about the women's Evolution. Especially considering the rumours that used to go around about Batista. Well, there is that as well, yeah. But anyway, on that note, rumours about Batista, etc., etc., he was like, oh, yeah, it's good to be here, and oh, all these guys are really good. Look, Ric Flair's had lots of sex, hasn't he? Oh, Randy Orton, <laughs> look, he's, he's, he's got a haircut. And uh, Triple H has beaten a lot of people. I mean, he had beat me, but oh, lucky. Anyway, see you in March. So well, am I getting at WrestleMania Batista versus Triple H? Mate, if you're getting that, you should be delighted. I'm happy with When's that. When's London Comic Con? Is that what? later this year? Is because Batista yeah. was supposed to be on London Comic Con, okay. and then after SmackDown 1000, they pulled him from it for um sudden uh, schedule change. Okay. So he might be back sooner than we think. So can I just say a bit about Evolution? Yep. Were they... It's a mystery. In their heyday... Full of changes no one sees. In their heyday, which was, we'd say, 2003, four. Yeah, when they were making Fools of History. Yeah. What brand were they on? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, that's quite a while ago. That's like yesterday, and yesterday's not long to go, so... Okay. Listeners, they're on Raw. Right. Don't agree with what I know. <laughs> so Tomorrow's got no place to be. 
I'm just saying that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you finished. Right. No, no. Oh. I'm. I, I see the line in the sand. Yeah. Right, and it's time to find out who I am. So. Who, who are you? Uh, I don't know. I'll I'll look back to see where I stand. Okay. Evolution. <laughs> yeah. Where were Mark, I don't know any where, of the rest where of the were Mark Jindrak in this? <laughs> <laughs> There's some of my favourite little the, vignettes. The, 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 the fifth Beatle. <laughs> he's you know a, he's uh, the Yoko Ono and Miles Kane of uh, of evolution. That's exactly it? what it is. I was half expecting a load of like angry shoot tweets from Mark Jindrak on Tuesday night. Like waking up Wednesday morning, everyone retweeting Mark Jindrak saying some awful stuff about them that's definitely not appropriate <laughs> in the modern day. But no, you see, stayed relatively calm as far as I know. Which yeah. one was Mark Jindrak replacing? Was it Batista or was it... It was Batista. Randy. I feel like it was Batista, yeah. Yeah, because he was the big muscle of the group, weren't Right, he? yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fact that those vignettes exist is great. There wasn't... Well, nice... yeah, but, no, what's great you... about the story is Triple H going, while he's in the room, let's film them without him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was about to say. He's going, oh, yeah. Oh, do you need me for these ones? Oh, no, no, no. You, you go, go and get another go and get another suit. It, and we'll... Right, it'd, be a bit, it'd be a bit like if I turned up to record and you two went... We need to do a bit without you. Yeah. <laughs> like, All right, lads. Um, there was a nice little bit in this segment, a very little subtle thing that I didn't notice the first time until someone pointed out that when Batista and Triple H hugged, Randy Orton was stood behind Triple H, and just as Triple H was turning around, he kind of dropped his shoulder a little bit, like, "Oh, we're going to get an RKO here," and then put them back up. Went. It's a nice little sort of thing in the background. It's like, oh yeah, Randy Orton's supposed to be a big bad guy at the moment, isn't it? That's quite good because yeah, Randy Orton's usually about as subtle as a brick, so that's pretty impressive. Shake my hand. Or as subtle as a turd in a bag. Yeah. Uh, the other big thing off the show was for, like for me, Rey Mysterio versus Nakamura. In what I thought you were going to say, the literal big thing because. Like they they rolled out all the hits for SmackDown 1000. They rolled out the old Big Show heel turn hit, oh, which yeah. I thought was particularly enjoyable. It's like it's genuinely like you know like when they're like, oh look, here's Stone Cold. He's got the beer truck, and oh here's the Rock saying, layeth the smack at that. Oh here's Big Show turning heel. <laughs> Bring out all the hits. Did uh, Teddy Long make a tag team match? That's sorely lacking, isn't it? Yeah, uh, that, that was a genuine question. Was it on I the know show? there was a tag team match between AJ and Brian against the Usos. Yeah. But have I only just thought whether or not Teddy along, whether or not Teddy along? Oh, I need to find out. Right. So there was actually two things on the show that were really good. I'll talk about Nakamura Rey Mysterio first. Okay. One of Nakamura's best WWE matches, and Rey Mysterio showing he once NXT again. In that. Yeah, like it's not not as good as like his match with like nothing will ever top his match with Sami Zayn when he first debuted. That's the best match he's had in WWE. Okay. Um, he's had one or two like. He's had some decent matches here and there, but this was up there. It was a really good match. And Rey Mysterio, again, like I said last year when he wrestled for RevPro, did not expect him to suddenly be, like, early... Like, he's probably 2003 Rey Mysterio again, like, in terms of his athleticism and everything, which, considering how wrecked his knees are and how old he is now, is remarkable. Um, but, yeah, and also the cool thing where he did the splash where he skidded on the bo- underneath the bottom rope oh, yeah, on his belly that, yeah. <laughs> and then landed on a, a, a Nakamura. That was a cool little spot. Um, Can so, we go back to Big Show's heel turn for a minute? Because yeah. I think it is worthy mentioning that it, it led to the bar win in the tag team titles. And also, apparently there might be a group going forward, which was sort of implied by it anyway, called Show Bar. That's not a thing, is it? At the like, show bar. That's not show a thing. Show bar. Show bar. <laughs> show bar isn't a thing, <laughs> is that, it? 
But I'm just getting why, a why don't they just call it something like raise, raise the bar? Well, that's what I thought. I thought they're like the highest bar or something. Yeah. You know, I thought they were going to come back next week and go, oh, we want to raise the bar as high as it could go. So look how big in that, isn't it? Well, it's, it's the, the big it's the bar. Big, yeah, it's the big bar. That's better. <laughs> that's better than show bar. Show bar's not a thing. We should get in that writing room. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't shake Randy's hand. I imagine, I'll tell you about that now. I imagine it's hell in that writing room <laughs> while Vince is eating, and you've just got to starve and just, 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 just write the shows. Don't sneeze while you pitch. Yeah, then he sneezes. You're like, run away, run! <laughs> don't get involved. And he's so, steak and ketchup wraps. Yeah. So the other thing that was really good on SmackDown was Edge, Edge's segment with Becky Lynch. Yeah. So uh, there, there's one criticism about it where Edge told the story about how. He's burnt all his bridges and stuff, and he's a lonely man now because of all the horrible things he did. Yep. And it's a great kayfabe ending for his character, considering all the awful things he did. But we know, because his wife is on TV every week at May Young Classic and stuff, that he's doing all right for himself. Yeah, you're right. He's having a pretty I mean, good post-wrestling career. But, I mean, aside from his wife, Edge isn't commonly associated with anyone else lately, is he? Anyway, enjoy the new series of the Edge and Christian show on the <laughs> WWE Network. He's burned all his bridges. All of them. Well, all of. I mean, apart from that one, apart from his best mate uh, and, yeah. and his wife and his wife and yeah. Tommy Dreamer who calls him every week while and he Tommy Dreamer him. Who calls him every week, <laughs> and um, you know, basically, and John Cena because like that, you know, they have that sort of mutual respect thing occasionally now. Oh, and then there's all the other Canadians, and uh, but apart from all those bridges, he's burned all his bridges. But yeah, I, I thought the why segment... didn't Edge at any point call out Becky Lynch and goes, oh, by the way, Becky, why did you steal my entrance for two years? <laughs> Because you did, like literally to the point where people switched them on the WWE games and they basically made no difference. Like just with the goggles and everything, the smoke and the little, oh, yeah. doing edge. So I really enjoyed this segment. And what makes it really great is that it's fully showing Becky Lynch is, to go back to our 1PW episode, 1PW SJK, they can try anything they want with her. They can get old, very popular wrestler out to say, you're going down the wrong path and her to say, I'm on the path to being the best in the world. I don't know what you're talking about. And the crowd cheers like, yeah, she's right. Do you know they reckon this has hurt Charlotte so much that they might not even be doing Charlotte against Ronda Rousey now? <laughs> which is a shame, but don't worry. They can go to their backup, which surely must be Charlotte against As- Sorry, Ronda Rousey against Asuka. Oh, no, no. I sorry. think it's with Tamina. Yeah, definitely. That's right. Yeah, they bring her <laughs> out. Yeah. She went back. Yeah. She goes, oh, I'd like to come back. They're like, no, we don't really... Oh, sorry. What's that briefcase? Oh yeah, come back. Okay, yeah, just do whatever you want. Just it's fine. So like, do you know when Shaman Man had the lockbox in inverted commas? Yep. She's actually got a briefcase, <laughs> right? Shaman Man, he was on the show and his sister. Yeah, let's talk about that right now. Oh yeah, he was in an interview this week, right? It oh. Might not be on here, right? I, you know that when I sent you the picture, which was the quote from this interview, yep. I sent that to every group chat I have, <laughs> like, including genuinely. family group chat. That was yeah, really awkward. <laughs> I just like. Sent it with no comment, just to everybody. His brother like, especially thought it felt a bit this. awkward after. It's like, what are you playing? <laughs> yeah, it was on Opie and Anthony. I feel like. Yeah, right. Say, say the anyway. quote to the listeners, so that. Or, so he he was asked, um, "What are your thoughts on? Is there any truth to the story that Vince McMahon wants to do an incest storyline with you and Stephanie?" And Shane said, "I wouldn't mind that too much. She's hot." Now. <laughs> The problem, I think, the problem with this, because right, because I have heard the clip. I think the problem with this is, don't say that on a format where people can't see your face. If you're doing it just to mug them back off, good. Oh, do you want to show you? So you go, yeah, all right, a word way. Obviously, I don't really. 
you can read it on your face. If it's an audio format, you can't read any of that on your face. So basically now, everyone thinks he wants to shag his sister. <laughs> you really hope that Shan listens as far as this, don't you? <laughs> All I'm saying is I think we're in safe zone now, Okay, lads. that's good. So right. do you want to talk about Umaga? <laughs> oh, God. Okay, go on then. He's uh, got it. <laughs> Uh, I haven't got the thing. Oh Where's wait, there the was thing? a thing. I I don't know what the thing was about Omaga. Do you not? Do you not know? No, I don't want no. to know. Oh God. Where's the thing? Where's the song? We have a song for this song, exact song purpose. Two. It's song two. Song uh, woo. Thank you. Song we woo. don't. Yeah, it's, it's called song woo. Damon Albarn will be on to us. I, I haven't got the thing hooked up, so oh. we'll just briefly mention it and carry on with. Do you day. do you not know? No. When I put it in the chat, I thought you knew. I thought you didn't. Yeah, know. I thought you knew as well. Oh, uh, was it Molino? No, it was Shelly Martinez. Shelly Martinez. Shella Martinez came out and was yeah we were saying um, let's just pause recording let me find the quote because I don't want to mis- misquote so I've got the um, the quote so it says I almost got raped when I was with WWE we were overseas and there was a guy that I that I was a guy and he wasn't my boyfriend but I'm the kind of person who when I'm just dating somebody I only date one person at a time to see if I like them or whatever. I'm like a stage four clinger. So what happened is that they separated us, and since I was in ECW, what would happen is half of us would go with Raw and half of us go with SmackDown. So when they separated us, there was a group of guys who said, our goal is to see who the first one to get you now, that they, that they separated you. I was like, dude, it's not even going to happen. And he was like, he's not even your boyfriend. Who cares? I was like, I don't care. I like him. So it became some sick game, and the next thing I know, I was after I was after a show. It was after a show, and we were partying or whatever. And the only reason why I don't say the names right now or having it publicly is because there is a lot that I don't remember, and I don't want to be saying stuff that I don't remember. But I was, but I will say this, and I've never said this before. But there was a group of guys, and one of them was Umaga. And when they saw he was getting the most aggressive with me, they left, and he got on top of me, and I just prayed. One of my fears is being raped because when I was a little girl, I had some sexual abuse stuff, so it's just something that I feared. So I prayed because he's a big guy, and I'm like, please don't let this happen, please don't let this happen. And it was one of those things where God gave me strength and I pushed him off, and he fell to the floor and got annoyed and left the room. The next thing I can remember is being at a show the next night and venting to my girlfriend Melina about it, not telling anyone else, and one of the guys yelled down, hey Melina, did you smarten her up yet? I was like smarting me up to keep what to keep my mouth shut so I went right up to his face and I said I didn't tell anyone except for her and I can't remember anything else when I what I, I said when I got in his face a lot of this I didn't remember until a couple of years ago and I was totally suppressing it um Bloody this hell. comes from a headline that says Umaga great gimmick but a bit of a rapist oh. how do we get out of this all uh... Dance break. <laughs> it worked on SmackDown, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I can yeah, end it, I can end yeah, it on this note. Yeah, just like that is awful, and we'll have to see what else comes out of it. But I just want to bring up very quickly to end the show. Uh, Ronda Rousey's promo on Raw, leading up to Evolution, where she claimed the only door Nikki Bella was knocking down was John Cena's. They were two adults in a consenting relationship. You. Stole your husband from another woman who he used to beat. So maybe not make comments like that when there shouldn't be comments like that on WWE program when you talk about women's empowerment and everything anyway. Is that a good way to end? <laughs> or have you got? An, uh, do you want to talk about Saudi Arabia? Well, I've, I've th- suppressed I, th- all th- that. I thought we were just following <laughs> the WWE rule and just not mentioning Saudi Arabia by name. I'm excited for Crown Jewel. I'm excited for Crown Jewel. Where is it? Doesn't matter. Crown Jewel. <laughs> <laughs> what? Where? 
uh, it's, it's all the letters and all. And you've got and you've got to go there. And you've got to go to the actual. Uh, but if you're a woman, you've got to let your man buy you a ticket. Well, yeah, that is that is the rule. But I, yeah. I, I, she can't even drop. Well, she can drop you off now at least. Yeah. Yeah. Change yeah. social mobility. Not allowed in on her own. But no. is she allowed to park on her own? I wouldn't be surprised if that's a rule. Depends what newspaper she works for. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So, <laughs> wow. We went there. Yeah, we did. We got there in the end. Yeah. <laughs> this final ten minutes might have ended my career. Yeah, no, <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess we'll find out. Yeah. That, that, that's quite a risk to take, really, isn't it? When yeah, you it'd be like, right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we're adding anything to the cultural zeitgeist that sort of John Oliver didn't already do and other people didn't already do. And, yeah. You know, like, and I don't want to sing song two manually. Uh, sorry, song woo manually again because you didn't have it queued up. I'm not blaming blaming anyone, but it is your fault. That's it. <laughs> and. Uh, we were supposed to do No Mercy this week. No Mercy! That's, maybe that could be what... Yeah, all right. All right, Joe Coffey. All your yeah. mates. Maybe that can be... You know, like uh, Kimmel always goes, apologies to Jimmy to Matt Damon, we ran yeah. out of time. Maybe that's going to be our new thing going forward. Except it's not. We'll just have to do it next week. Because yeah, we'll I've watched week. it and I want to talk about it. Yeah. Watch it twice now. Neither of you did your homework. Well, uh, you no did. Mercy. Okay. I yeah, no you mercy. did now. But I, like, I, I watched it too. So you did your homework and we're not handing it in. No, because bad boys, bad boys. We've what got what you gonna do? What you gonna do when we come for you? That's it. That made his hands in the way. We've got right. like a minute. Yeah. Well, that's it for the Royal Rumble for this week. It's been a pleasure. Don't forget to please tune in next week. Don't forget to come back to uh, anchor.fm slash royal dash grumble. That's where we are. You can find all our podcasts on there, including the entire archive. There are some good ones. Um, don't forget to go to twitter.com slash royal grumble pod. Go to facebook.com slash royalgrumble. And if you want to send us an email, you can email us at royalgrumblepod.gmail.com. Is that everything? Yep. Splendid. That's it. Right. Say goodbye, Daryl. Goodbye, Daryl. Say goodbye to your career as well. And say goodbye, Dan. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. 